Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Inside Purple and Gold. We've gone through the negatives, the positives of this Vikings team uh, through four weeks with this 3 and one football team here on Odyssey's Minnesota Vikings podcast. Jace Frederick, Damie Zutani. If you like what you're hearing, like, follow, subscribe, hit the plus, hit the bell, whatever you've got to do to make sure on your favorite podcast platform that every episode is coming to your phone. As it comes out, do it um, because we're having fun here, even like through the ups and downs, the ins and the outs of the struggles and the successes of this team. So stick around, stick with us as we kind of continue to roll through the season. The Vikings have the Bears on Sunday. It is a three and one Vikings versus a two and two Bears team at U.S. Bank Stadium. Noon kickoff. We will preview that on Thursday's show. Uh, but let's see where both those teams kind of fit into. Dan and I each made our own NFC power rankings. Um, just like as I was prepping my own power rankings, I was checking the national sites. It's all over the place. Uh, the Vikings, I saw as high as seventh, as low as like 14th. Um, in the NFC, like as high as like third, as low as like seventh. Um, it's all over. So I'm curious to see what you have too. I'm going to tear mine out a little bit um, as well, kind of. Uh, but you want to go ahead and blast through some of yours? Just go. You can just go ahead and blast through all of yours and then I'll blast through mine. Okay, and then we'll just kind of discuss, like, talk. Compare notes, right? yeah. Sure. One, Philadelphia. The Eagles have been great. Two, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Say what you want. I think Tom Brady, with the weapons he has, I, I, I still think that they're better than most teams. Number three is going to surprise people. I have the San Francisco 49ers. I think they're clicking. Um, number four, the Dallas Cowboys. Three and one without Dak. Number five, four, I said the Cowboys. Number five, the Minnesota Vikings. I have them at five. Number six, the Green Bay Packers. Don't believe in that team. I actually don't think they're very good. We can talk more about that. Number seven, the Los Angeles Rams. And those are your playoff teams. Um, I'll just rifle through the rest. Eight, New York Giants. Nine, Arizona Cardinals. Ten, Atlanta Falcons. Eleven, Seattle Seahawks. Twelve, Detroit Lions. Thirteen, New Orleans Saints. 14, the team coming to town this week, the Chicago Bears. 15, the disaster in Carolina with the Panthers. And 16, the Washington Commanders. Don't think they're very good. Yeah, okay. They're pretty similar. Um, the most shakeups at the top, and that's not surprising because like, it is very questionable as to who's good in the NFC, who's not, who's going to be good. Um, kind of projecting out some of mine as well. Number one is the Eagles. They're in their own tier for me. Like That team looks very complete and very good. Um, things can change over the course of the season, but that's going to be a team to be reckoned with, um, I think, throughout the course of this. My second tier, I put the Bucks number two, just like you did. Um, I think even getting blasted, quote-unquote, by the Chiefs, like this team was literally in the middle of like a hurricane, not knowing what they were going to have to do to protect their house, not knowing if they were going to have to play the game somewhere else, evacuate, all this stuff. I kind of write that off. It's the Chiefs anyway, but I think you saw how good Tampa's offense is again when they have all their weapons and they're getting those guys back. Number three, I have the Cowboys. I love that defense. I think it's phenomenal. Um they give up a lot in the running game, but I kind of think that's what the teams are trying to do now is just, hey, we'll seed that. We're going to rush the passer, and 
and defend the pass. Um, I think that Cowboys defense is great. I think you're seeing with Cooper Rush right now, like it's a really balanced team. Cooper Rush is really good. I'm really interested to see what's going to happen there. Say they beat the Rams, like maybe then they're like, heck, take one more week. And then they play the Eagles. And then like if Cooper Rush beat the Eagles too, holy smokes, that's going to get really interesting. But either way, I think they're in good hands at the quarterback position. Number four, I put the Packers, so we can discuss that one. Um, I also don't think that's a great team right now, uh, but in this tier of teams, like I had the Bucks and the Cowboys in like already good teams. Uh, in my next tier, the Packers lead it, and then I go Rams and 49ers, and those are teams that I don't think are very good right now, but I could see really getting up into like an elite tier, and I could see getting to a place where they're like true NFC contenders. Uh, so I go Packers at four Rams at five 49ers at six um seven I have the Vikings as a playoff team that's kind of where I had them as the season started my thoughts haven't changed too much on this team um other teams maybe have dropped other teams have risen but my thoughts on the Vikings are the same they're in the same tier with me as the Giants um at number eight two three and one teams that I don't know how good they are right now I think they might have just been like they're finding ways to win maybe a little bit of product of uh, a schedules that have been friendly uh, but I think there's something to even teams that aren't good to start the year. They if they win games, there's just a belief factor in the NFL. I've seen this before. Like, remember that Vikings team that made the playoffs just on the back of Adrian Peterson? Like mm-hmm. that team wasn't good. Christian Ponder was the starting quarterback, but they had a soft schedule to start the year. They won a couple games and you could just tell like they believed. And then there's buy in. And then you maintain that weekly focus and edge every single week. And that's enough to win you games like. I think the Vikings and the Giants could both be in that boat where they end up having good seasons just because of strong starts. Um, There we go. Nine through 11 is the Cardinals, Falcons, and Seahawks, teams that I don't necessarily believe in, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe there is something there. Um, And from there, then I go Saints and Lions, kind of just the, you think maybe there's something, but I think they're on their way to disappointing seasons with results that were less than expected. And then I went Bears, Commanders, Panthers to close it out. All right. So, yeah, like you said, very, very similar after that or after the yep. top half. Uh, let's just dig in like the Vikings, like we're a Vikings podcast, so we should probably dig in yep. there and we can kind of just touch on the other two. I, I want to touch on the Packers and I do want to touch yep. on what you think about the Niners. Um, there, there's obviously no debate. The Eagles are the best team in the NFC. Um, yep. it, it's They're in another stratosphere. I had the Vikings five. You had the Vikings seven. Yes. Mine was based on upside. I don't think there's. I don't know what this team's upside is. I think the upside of the other teams, whether it be quarterback play, um, whether it be like other units where we just see like, okay, I don't think the Vikings are dominant at anything. And I don't know if they will be. The other teams I think have things they can be dominant at um, and like more upside room to grow than I think this team does. No, that's a totally fair assessment. Um, I just had him five ahead of the Packers. I, I just couldn't get myself to rank them below the Packers when they, yeah, I don't think the Packers, the Packers are good right now either. And <laughs> don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but I, I get it. Um, the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, and they have a team who's been there, been around the block. The Vikings, like you said, their ceiling might be not as high as even someone like the Rams that I had at seven. Um, the Rams are the defending Super Bowl champs that, that offense you would assume is going to click at some point. Um, but I, I do feel that way about the Vikings too. Like, I feel like going back to segment one, like, I think the offense is going to click. I think it's going to start to figure itself out on a week to week basis. I think the offense in week eight is going to look a lot better than even the offense in week four. Um, I think you can say that incrementally each week. 
the only reason I don't have the Vikings higher. And, and I, I, like you said, I did look at some NFC power rankings. Some people had them as high as three. It's because I don't believe in the defense. Um, I don't think I'm going to at all at any point this season believe in the defense. Um, so they're just right there. And as negative as we get about the Vikings, like fifth and seventh playoff team, which yeah, is, I think, yep. what we all thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year. It's what's interesting for me. And like, while I'm not sure about it's kind of why I'm least sure about the upside of the Vikings or even the Rams at this point. Like if I redid these right now, it might put the 49ers above the Rams. Like one is the offensive line, but also like I do think, and I've said this a little bit before, like Matthew Stafford and Kirk Cousins are both 34 years old. Like we like to think of these guys as like unlimited shelf lives, but I do think they're getting to be slightly worse versions than their previous selves. Um, And so, and I'm not sure that's going to get better as the year goes on. I'm not sure like there's going to be a Matt Stafford switch flipped and we're going to be like, okay, now he's back, baby. Certainly they need another wide receiver and people are like, OBJ, even though all the reports are like, OBJ is not going to be cleared until at least November. So like, it's not like they're just waiting to sign him. Like he, he's not healthy. Uh, but like the same is true with cousins. I don't think we see the same fastball. Um, I think we see a few more fluttering balls than we used to. Uh, maybe not quite. He still makes some good throws. I'm not saying he's cooked. Like this guy is a starting NFL quarterback for probably a couple more years, but I don't think it's the same like ceiling anymore. Um, and I think that might be true for both of them. So I, that I do have a little bit of concern there for both teams. Yeah, that's fair. You, you've seen a couple of balls this year with Cousins. and That I'm just not used obviously, to seeing. Uh, very, yeah, it's it's anecdotal, but it's it, it's enough so far. Like there, there was a couple the other day where it's just like, if he puts it on a line, like it's caught, instead it's batted down. Um, There's a still lot throws of like, a great grimacing deep. on some throws too. Like he's really like, you know, he's like, okay, I've got yeah, to put like muster on this. You know, and it's not it like it's a 60-yard heave. Yeah, it's like a 12-yard out route. Um yeah, it, I'm just Throws not great... sure with those guys. Is that going to get better as the year goes on, as they throw more and more? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, Kirk throws a good deep ball still. We saw it the other day. Um, I felt yeah. what you're feeling with Stafford uh, the other, like last night, you know, against the, the Niners. Um, just doesn't look very good anymore. Sometimes I feel that with Kirk. What about the Packers? Um, like, I, I don't know. Like, I... I, I saw them jump all the way. I think they were like four in, in, in an NFL-wide power ranking that I yeah, saw that's from crazy. ESPN. Yeah. They, they're not that good. Like, no. I, I I don't at any – like, they get gassed on defense. and You know, their run defense, terrible. They get gassed. Uh, and, and I just don't like that offense. Like, you have Aaron Rodgers – maybe he's taking us like sometimes it just like life comes at you fast it's possible too like not everybody's tom brady we have to stop thinking that everybody's tom brady like not everybody is doing all these superhuman like off-season activities where you only eat bushes like that's not like it's that's not the case for everybody aaron Rodgers has had an incredible run like this is this is like the max that a quarterback is supposed to play it's not never everybody's playing to 45 years old like but i'm with you i know enough packer fans we live like right here on the edge of the border. Like I live in Wisconsin. Like, so I am friends and have spoken to enough Packer fans where when they talk about the team, they're like, they're bad. Uh, they just barely beat bad teams. They look bad doing it. Um, and in my head, I'm like, that's what the Vikings do. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think these two teams are very comparable. I think the only, like, the only thought is that yes, yeah, Green Bay gives up a lot of rushing yards. So does like Dallas. I do think more teams are just like, we're just going to get gashed in the running game. We don't really care. Um, that's not going to sure. lead to a lot of points. Um, it might lead to some ball control on the other side, but it's not a lot of points. Uh, 
they're getting home with the edge rush. Those guys have been great. Um, so I just believe in the Packers defense more than Minnesota's. So I think that's kind of it. Like, and Aaron Rodgers, like, you know, Romeo Dobbs is kind of coming along a little bit. Alan Lazard's played a couple games now. Like, so I think the passing game will get a little better, but I don't think that's going to be like a great team. I think it could get there maybe somehow, but I, yeah, I would probably even put the 49ers ahead of the Packers now that I think about it, which I believe is where you had them as well. Like, um, yeah, I don't think it's a great team. I do think they have more potential than Minnesota, but like that's also a team that has a ton to figure out, much like the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the fact that the Vikings and the Packers are probably closer to each other, you know, in the pantheon of the NFL, probably speaks more towards the Packers' regression than the Vikings' like ascension. Yeah. Um, but whatever. Like, I think, you know, I do think the NFC North race is going to be close all season. I don't think the Super Bowl champion is going to come out of the NFC North. No, but there's the Vikings could very well win this division. That, yep. I don't, I don't believe in Green Bay at all. Nor so. do I. Um, yeah, I'm in the exact same boat with you, and that'll create even like say this happens, right? Say the Vikings, or say it's incredibly close, and this does appear to be two teams that are kind of like um, not necessarily rising. Uh, but like, say the Vikings win the NFC North and then you look and it's like the Lions, you're still not sure like what they're going to do. Like if there is like their offensive pieces there, but the defense is so bad. It's like, are they going to be a great team next year? Um, it certainly doesn't look like the Bears are built for like be great next year. So then like that'll create questions into what do you do this next offseason for like every single team as well? Because when you can win a division, you'd like to go for it. But think a lot of teams feel that way um it's a wide open division because nobody's that good uh that makes this sunday's game all the more important oh that bears vikings game um it's one of those where minnesota should have it has to have it i think we'll get it um but we will preview that more in thursday's episode as we kind of keep rolling here and the vikings look to move to four and one there are some bad things but there are a lot of good reasons why they continue to win as well we covered a lot of that in today's show Thanks so much for listening. Subscribe, follow, because we want you back here on Thursday as well. Uh, For Dan Mizutani, I'm Jace Frederick. This has been Inside Purple and Gold. We will catch you next time. Goodbye.